you and a jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. Cry, we lick. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tits. Airy Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. And all of y'all know my style. This O Steve is brought to us by Sean Leach. A priest, pastor, and rabbi walks in and sits at the bar. The pastor asks for a double shot of Henny, no chaser. Rabbi asks for a bottle of water, and the bartender slides him a seal envelope. And the priest orders a shot of O Steve. What'd you think of that? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. I think that was a complete miss. I think it would have been better if it would have been he ordered a shot. And it was a fucked up shot. And the dude goes, oh, Steve. Or or maybe he was drunk and was like, Steve. <laughs> you know, something, something like that, right? No, no, they're trying. People are coming up with stuff. They're trying. Right. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm, I'm not mad at it either. I just, now you see the difference between the uh, regular civilians and the professionals. Right? Well, yeah, but even professional writers. You've seen professional writers try to do stand-up. They're good writers. Right. Great comedy writers. Mm-hmm. Terrible stand-ups. Got you. Uh, I'm trying to find this. Uh... Do you think there's an arrogance that goes into stand-up? Uh, what do you mean? Well, like Off like, the jump? No, well, like I'm just saying, there's there. Do you have to have an arrogance? Like, there's great comedy writers that don't do stand up because they just it doesn't come through. The com the funny doesn't come through on stage. Right. Is is it is there an arrogance that you have to have to go up in front of people and go listen to this, listen to what I'm about to tell you? Listen, I'm, I'm no, no. I I think it's the opposite of arrogance. There's a vulnerability and a humility that you have to have. Uh, the arrogance, if it comes, comes with success. So it's the vulnerability because people have to like you no matter what. Yeah. Or you, you, you vulnerable enough to, to, you know, uh, hope that you're good, you know, to expose yourself like that. Yeah. Cause there's like, but, but like a comic, like, uh, now I'm going to forget his fucking name. Cause I do this all the time. Uh, not like, not Tosh. Who's the other guy that does the really dark jokes. The really Anthony Jesselnik. Yeah. Jesselnik. There's nothing that's, He's, I mean, that's well-written shit, but it's it is, all dark. But to me, but it, how does he, right. how does that work? I don't know, but to me, he has the same vein of a Dimitri Martin and a Mitch Hedgeberg. You know what I mean? Yeah, to, to just twist your brain a little bit so that you yeah, pay attention. Yeah, but that same 
pacing and tone. But it works, man. The, the one yeah, I mean, it's a style. Dude, this he this joke that he has it on the internet, so I don't mind saying the joke. Uh, 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 but I think it's one of the the funniest jokes that he said. Uh, I, I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't want to take his joke or ruin his joke. But it basically that uh, that it, his doesn't believe in Jesus or his sister doesn't believe in Jesus because when his when, he, when his sister was growing up, they nailed. A 25, it weighed 25 pounds, this cross to the wall. It was this big cross, 25 pounds. And uh, one night, uh, the reason that his sister doesn't believe in Jesus is because one night when it was, uh, when she was in bed, uh, the cross fell and hit her dad in the back of the head and left a six inch gash. So I think that's funny. I don't even get it at all. Why would the dad be on top of the girl that the cross would fall on top of the dad's head? Yeah, I don't think you should have paraphrased it. I think you should have told the whole joke. I don't remember the whole joke. Yeah, that's why I didn't get it. Okay. Yeah. But that's that's dark shit. That's not nice stuff, and people still like it. I think that there has to be an arrogance to telling that. To me, I don't know. Yeah, I don't see arrogance, how that would be. Uh, but, okay, uh, Ty Pope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> riddle. Yo, what up, y'all? Aries, ask Andy to solve this riddle if he's never heard it before. What has four letters, sometimes nine, never five? I guarantee his head will explode. If y'all solve it, I got another one. Yay, he, yay, he. Yeah, I read this. I, I didn't get this. What has four letters? Sometimes nine, never five. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe we'll either have to Google it. I even tried to Google it, and I couldn't see it. Uh, so, yeah, to any of y'all who just heard that, what's the answer? Um, okay. Are you Googling it? Or are you? No, I was just thinking. I could just... Oh. All right, this is from Winston Dyer. Uh, what up, Aries and Andy? Just writing in to help. Win you over with the boys. Completely the last person that said something about the gore was right. I'm not a big gore guy, but we'll watch through it to understand why that scene had to be there. But on another note, the series is great, my homie. Oh, great. My homie Carlton put me on it on and I put my wife on it and she loved it. Like bro said, if you can get through the first episode of the first season, you will be okay. Damn. Season three, ep one is a motherfucker, LOL. Also, if you're not on Raisin Canaan, that's a good watch. Also, if you haven't been on The Shy, that's some decent shit, too. Lastly, the shit about Lizzo. Nigga, I damn near fell out, <laughs> I damn near fell out the damn car when you said, fuck diabetes, fuck heart problems. Laugh my ass off, but wrapping this up, uh, here's, an, here's on an episode. But wrapping this up, here's on an episode. You play Call of Duty. I'm going to drop my game attack. Hopefully one day we can crack some heads together. Your boy, Winston. Winston, while you uh, dropping uh, your tag like they do in the military, have a parachute drop a bunch of commas and exclamation marks and some pauses, nigga. Uh, that way I don't kill my own, uh, f my own troops in friendly fire. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna pick it back up, man. I I really it like I, I don't want to be the guy who who's not in on how great this show is. 
because of, you know, my squeamy-ishity. Um, so I want to pick it back up, and I think I'm going to pick it back up, mostly during plane rides as I travel from city to city. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just I needed to take a break after the head explosion. Dude, I, I think you're really going to like it if you get to it through season three. I just don't know that I'm going to love season four because it's going to – I don't know how they're going to pull it off without jumping the shark on this one because mm. it's going to be the same story again, but right. whatever. Um, oh, and a dude hit me, and I'm so glad he did. He helped me out. Poncho Z, Black SNL cast skit. The skit where you were talking about the Black cast members from SNL, episode 236, Tacoma Emails. And it happened at the 13-minute and 30-second mark. It would be funny if you, died, if you guys did a skit about the movie Predator with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and the Predator is Bill Cosby. Dude, when I read this, I thought about it, but the problem is the president, the predator doesn't talk. If it talked, I could implement Cosby. The only thing that I, I remember or that I definitely know about the predator, he made that kind of guttural noise, you know, the like that guttural noise. And the only thing there would be, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger in that scene where he was like, you're one ugly motherfucker. And the predator makes a guttural noise. And Cosby. Other than that, there's nothing really there. But I get it. Predator because of Cosby. Yeah. I, you would I have like to, that. I think that's that's a funny tie-in. But the pres- the predator, he doesn't speak. You know that, that, that uh, thing that he has on his arm so he can detonate the bomb where he has to push right. the numbers in? Like he right. pushes the number on and a pill pill falls out into a drink yeah i'm yeah like, like that would you know but the, the what would make that funny is you got to hear cosby and because the fucking predator doesn't speak where do you implement cosby but i like that concept though um and yes thank you for that i i i, I as soon as i got that i listened to it uh maya rudolph leslie jones Keenan Thompson and all the new niggers. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I'm telling you, dude, for ep- I've been wanting to do this and I was going to thought, okay, let's do it on 200 episodes, 300 episodes. I really think I'm going to try to shoot for it when we reach 400 episodes. Uh, I want to do a best of and just a compilation of all the best, funniest moments from the podcast. I think that would be fucking gold. Um... <clears throat> a boy Jose Gardia uh, Lizzo yo my guy it's Sway how are y'all doing with all the backlash you're getting me and Andy are doing fine uh, man these fat bitches is mad you called that girl a piece of shit I was dying the whole time knowing this was gonna happen we all know you're telling the truth and these bitches can't stand it um you can't stand it, you can't stand it, you can't stand it, you can't stand the heat. Remember where that's from, Andy? Mm-mm. Um, do the right thing. Where in Do the Right Thing is that? You know, the montage and they're, the camera's showing all the people hot in, in Brooklyn. And they're just hot. Oh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah you, okay. you can't stand it, you can't stand the heat. Yeah. Um... Listen, man, again, me and Andy talked about it yesterday. 
uh, in full length. Uh, we know what it is. I was being me. I was being funny. Uh, it's unfortunate, but the uh, they got mad and there was some Braveheart shit. Are you ready for a war? <laughs> the elephants came. All right. Uh, before I get to these two, by the same guy who is catching up on the podcast, which is to say he has two gripes with Andy, but they're old gripes because he's working his way up. Let me read another one. Uh, this is from Angel Alfaro entitled Fat Bitches. <laughs> so apparently comics can't be comics anymore. I woke up to you getting all this backlash over some Lizzo jokes. Fat bitches been, been getting these jokes since the beginning of time. Now it's fat shaming. I'm tired of this weak-ass era we're living in. Man, it's sickening. Keep being you, bro. You're one of the last real ones left. Sorry for the long rant, but fuck everyone who can't take a joke. There's a comedian. I think you know him, Andy. Light-skinned brother by the name of Pierre. Yeah. Yeah, he has a, 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 a podcast on comedy hype called The Panic Room. And uh, when I go to Atlanta, I'm, I'm almost even thinking if they even still have me for uh, wilding out, uh, given the controversy. And I could see, I, you know, I don't you want to assume that they will dismiss me, but I don't want to assume that they'll keep me either. But I would think that with the controversy, they're lining up the Aerie Spears fat jokes for when we do the battle shit. Um, but that being said, uh, wilding out is taped in Atlanta and Pierre's show is in Atlanta. So Pierre hit me up, texted me and said, you're making our sit down more and more interesting. Trust, I understand, but we live in different times. To that, I replied, not sure if you know this about me, but I'm from the Cretaceous period. I'm what you call an old school, real comic nigger X. <laughs> you thought that was funny. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, so, you know, man, again, the thing that I'm just thinking is I didn't murder nobody. I didn't physically assault nobody. I didn't violate a woman or a child. I made a joke, nigga. I didn't even slap anybody at a at a at a major moment on television live. It was a fucking joke. We should be I <laughs> I guess I'm just getting to the next email. Well, do you want me to comment on that? I hate when you ask me that. This well, is your you, podcast. Well, you commented all on it right now. What am I going to say we, on and, it? And we re- something, nigga. Okay, here, here you go. Damn! How many times throughout this podcast have we repeated same subjects? Uh, say a something. T- a ton, but we're talking about the same thing. It's the Lizzo thing again. We'll put a different spin on it for just a line or two. Okay, here's the different spin on it. When, you, when we're talking about it this way... Uh, you you were a big dude, right? And this is the one Me, that yes. And this is the one Dave Chappelle said uh, when he got called when he was making a uh, uh, the Chappelle show, and he used the N word on it incessantly. Yes. He never got a call from uh, the network about not being able to say that. But then when he used the uh, the word faggot, he got a call yes. from the network, and they said, "Well, you can't say that because you're not gay." Right. But I'm not a nigger either. So yeah. if you're a big dude, you're not allowed to make big, du- big comments. on Somebody other actually said that in one of my responses in my, uh, 
I don't know if it was an email or my DM, but it was like, it's a big nigga talking about a big bitch. This is all, that's why it's all, it's all hypocritical to me. And and what people want to choose to stand on and stand up for. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. So there, it's my comment, but it's the comment that I've had. I've already said, this doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand it. I, I know, but dude, people, I know, I know sometimes you downplay your value, but people tune into this to sometimes get a little taste of Andy. So put a little sugar in their coffee. <laughs> put a little juice sweetness in there. Uh, Dominic Powell, Epps. Dom 40 here. What's going on, jerk and Jew, Jew Mike? Uh, jerk and Jew Mike. See, if, if, if you put a period on at the end of Jew, let's listen how that reads. Dom 40 here. What's going on, Jew and jerk or question mark? But you don't have no exclamation, which made me go, Dom 40. Here, what's going on, jerk and Jew Mike? Maybe they don't use a period there in, uh, what's that, Australia? Yeah, but I don't know that this is from Australia. Well, he said mate. He, I just think of that. No, he didn't say mate. He what said, say? Dom 40, here, what's going on, jerk and Jew Mike? Oh, Mike. Yeah. I don't know. But what see, it sounded like mate because it was crashed together. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Mike called you dirty and sick and said you haven't been on TV since Mad TV. It's all good. Let's not forget he had a gay role in Sopranos. He's someone's butt buddy. It's season in season. Sorry for the long email. First of all, this email couldn't have been shorter. Secondly, I would have rather it have been long with the right punctuation marks. Um. <laughs> Yeah, remember that scene in that Eddie? I don't know if you remember that, but it was this. It was the moment where uh, I guess uh, Anthony Junior was having a problem with his grade, something about a car, and Pussy had to go retrieve the car or the, something. The uh, the teacher's car got stolen. The teacher's car got stolen, and Eddie and and Pussy and Silvio went to the house, and Mike Epps was a gay dude and his lover, Eddie, was a Spanish dude. And that's when they busted in the house and Mike said, Eddie, like that. Um, I, I'm tell you, dog, I would have played that role too. It's HBO. It's The Sopranos. Uh, and I don't really understand the relevance about the relevance, relevance, no. relevance, Re- Re- relevance, relevance. <laughs> Sometimes when you do that, it helps you get on board. I don't understand the relevance of him playing a gay character. As relevance. Being relevance. What, I fucked it up again? Yeah, relevance. Relevance. I said relevance. Yeah. I'm thinking about the revenant, but it's relevance. Relevance. All right. Uh, Eddie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that one, I don't tie one in with the other is somehow being a bad thing. But I hear you, bro. You sticking up for your boy. I appreciate you, Dominic Powell. I got nothing for that one, by the way. I I, I could t- I could tell. Oh, that, there's nothing I can add to that one. Okay. Uh, I would play that part too. Okay. There you go. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> Jesus. Sometimes when you think Andy's going to give you a full amount of piss, a long stream, you just get a dribble. I I just don't know what I would comment to that. It, I, I, I did I, like that he thought that that was okay here. I did like that he thought that that was a long email, which, right. which if that's long, 
It wasn't, though. Well. It was as long as your uh, input. That was his interpretation of long, though. Right. Um, our girl, Ash A. I really like this chick, man. Viva Las Vegas. She puts Viva Las Vegas. A-S-S. Viva Las Vegas. That's like my joke I said yesterday, which I like. Afro Dick She React. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, because I wasn't expecting it. Afro Dick She React. Like, yeah, nigga, I'm so smooth. And my comedy game, bitches are turned on. It's a natural Afro Dick She React. That is, yeah, that's, that's dope. That's, is that's good. a bar. That's as good as she male. Yeah. I might get some Afro Dick She React. <laughs> All right. It sounds cool when it comes from Connery, too. Hey, guys, it's your girl, Ash. I wanted to answer your question you had for the ladies. If my man was a singer who kissed his fans on stage, I honestly wouldn't have a problem with that. It's entertainment. Good girl. If an entertainer has an image, then that's what the fans expect when they see him live. If he got to be sexy, then nigga be sexy on that stage and pay my bills. I know she black. Now, if he starts sucking titties in the middle, and this is where I, st- I laughed. Now, if he starts sucking titties in the middle of a show, then we might have a problem. That would have been hilarious. Oh, thank you very much. I'm glad you ladies enjoyed the show. Oh, give me your cheeks, honey. Uh, pop open your brazier. Is that your nipples over there? Oh. All right. One of the best joke, but fuck it. I, had a con- I, I was on a comedy show where the headliner... Had a girl in the front who had her, she had big boobs and they were out. And uh-huh. He got her to take them off. And, and then he said he couldn't suck her titty, but she could put her titty in his mouth. And she did. What was a man there? No, it was her and her girlfriend. Oh, I'm about to say, boy, that's some Ronald Williams ex- problems. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's Ronald Williams punishment. All right. Now, if he starts sucking the middle of the show, then my problem. But friendly kisses, man, whatever. Uh, we just have to communicate and agree on boundaries and I'd be fine. Also, as your unofficial unpaid fact checker, I did a little research and it is in fact true that Elvis is the highest selling male artist of all time as of 2022. But that's only solo. If you count everyone, the Beatles actually sold more than both of them. Michael has ranked higher than Elvis before, but currently Elvis outranks him. Really? Michael still always will have the greatest selling album of all time, Thriller. That will never be taken from him. Since you guys were talking about the best biopics, I thought it would be fun to give my list of some of the worst. That weird one where Flex Alexander put on pancake makeup to play Michael Jackson. If you haven't seen it, Google it. The pics, it is horrific. That dumb Tupac movie, that shitty-ass Jimi Hendrix biopic starring Andre 3000, he actually... Uh, he's actually a great choice to play him, but Jimmy, uh, play Jimmy, but the movie was boring. And she puts boring in caps. Uh, and the last, but not least, the one where Zoe Saldana darkened her skin and put on a big fake nose to play Nina Simone. Uh, I was one of the people who recommended Blackbird to you, so I'm excited to hear your thoughts on it. Hugs and dick kisses, Ash. As you did, Ash. Um, couple things. Uh, yeah, that Michael Jackson thing was horrific. Uh, the Tupac movie, I was disappointed in that because that was coming off the heels of the success of the NWA movie, which was phenomenal. Uh, dude looked like Tupac, like a motherfucker, but something was missing in the gumbo recipe. I never saw the Jimi Hendrix biopic. And dude, that fucking Nina Simone movie, I thought was so insulting. 
I don't I, I don't understand how dark skinned black women and, and I, I don't know if Zoe, I think she's black mixed with something clearly. But come on, man. And, 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 and this is not to go back to the John Leguizamo, James Franco thing. But come on, man. Nina Simone visually has a specific look, specific features. She's tall. She's super dark skinned. And her nose is very ethnic. And I said this before in the podcast. The woman that was born to play her is Leslie Jones. That was screaming Oscar. Leslie Jones resembles Nina Simone like nobody's business. That was so fucked up. That the fact that Zoe Zaldana played her and they darkened her skin and put a prosthetic nose on. Come on, man. What an insult. What an insult. You got something for this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I never saw the the Nina Simone one, I, and I couldn't I couldn't watch. Did the you two. see the look? Yeah, it didn't look. Oh. Good. The I didn't I couldn't watch the Tupac one. I didn't even get through it. Oh, so you tried to watch? It. Yeah. Right. Um, I did not see the Jimi Hendrix one. Didn't get through it. That was bad. It was that bad. Yeah, I just it, they're boring. Oh wow! Uh, so she wasn't exaggerating. No. And uh, what was the other one that she said? The worst biopic? Uh, she said uh, Nina Simone, Tupac. Uh, fuck, I just... Maybe that was it. it. Was that it? Jimi Hendrix. I think that Oh, was... the Michael Jackson one. I never saw that. Oh, one. the Michael Jackson I, one. I, I didn't see that. Right. I, Did I, you I, ever seen the picture of Flex Alexander? No, I never even saw it. Oh, so bad. It. I should so look bad. it up. No. Uh, what else is she... I, I forgot what else she... There was something else that she said that I was going to comment on, but I, I don't remember it because we got into the... The movie thing. Uh, yeah, man. It, 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 that's the difference between uh, when Hollywood gets it right, it's right. But when it's not, God, it goes bad. But how do you even how do you even make that attempt and be so bad? Like nobody. And, and unless they specifically went, we're going after Zoe Saldana. They didn't look at pictures, options. Usually they have options. But they have to. Here's the thing that I don't understand. They have to go into a room. They have to audition. They, 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 what, what's the, what's the, the pay, they have pages. They have to read them. They have to sell these people that that's going to work. Visually, I just don't know how you don't even think about. Like again, Nina Simone was a tall lady. Leslie Jones is tall. Yeah, they're the same complexion and they have the same facial features. I, I, how do you, how, how does that get overlooked? Okay, but, but, you know, and, and just doing this in a different way, uh, Val Kilmer played Jim Morrison. That worked. That was a great choice. It, he doesn't look like Jim Morrison, though. I, not his, out of the makeup. No, but his acting, or, or the look, but his acting, the directing, the editing all put it together. I know, but once he was in costume and character, you don't think he looked like him? Kind of, but not really. Jim had a more, a, a bigger square head. Uh, but you know what? You bought into yeah, it. I don't know. I don't know white dynamics as well as you do. Something about the acting, though, when the acting's right and when the editing's right, when the direction's right, you can sell them, but you could sell someone as a character. I think, though, when you put prosthetics on, full prosthetics, I, I think that just opens up the door for something to go completely wrong. Because there's other people. Well, well to, to counter you on that, uh, but this might you might tell me it's different because it's fictitious. How about your boy as the the penguin? 
in in Batman. Yeah, but that's that's a character. The, yeah, okay. it's a co- comic book character that you're making up. So you you Colin Farrell. Yeah, you buy that. Right. Okay. But I was just shooting. I, I was, you know. Yeah, because it's a petition. But when you're playing someone that we that you have a relationship with, you got to sell it somewhere. You got to sell something. It either has to be great acting, uh, a look. But even if someone gets the look right and the acting sucks, you're not going to believe it either. Right. Right. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. All right. Uh, Mike Bazemore. Goats, White Tigers, nicknames. Uh, A&A, what's up, fellas? I've been looking at the goat actor list wrong. We need to put some respect on my guy Nick Cage name. From blockbuster classics like The Rock, Face Off, National Treasure, etc. to straight to the DVD. Why the hell he make this movies when he's time traveling, fighting alien ninjas, jiu-jitsu, to his most recent film, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, where he is poking fun at his career. Son got Steph Curry range. He's on the goat list simply because he don't give a fuck what role he play. And he's going to make sure he give you his cageisms in every role, LOL. Uh, white Tigers. You mentioned White Tigers before in reference to musicians, professional athletes, actors, entertainers, etc. Who are white that can do it as well as us, black? And since we are very accepting, we respect their talent. Here's a thought I've been wrestling with. Outside of your nature to accept the talent of what it is, do you think we are surrounded by talented people? We are somewhat amused at somebody. People, we are somewhat. Oh, Jesus Christ. We are somewhat amused at somebody that's not black that can rock on that level. We just want the respect and acknowledgement of our influence and would appreciate if you shine a light on the unknown talented black people that need that public spotlight. Nicknames, not condoning how we got the nickname, but right hook has to be one of the funniest I've ever heard in a while. LOL. Keep slinging that Andre Agassi meth, fellas. Larry Smoother. Oh, this is Larry Smoother. Okay, cool. Um, Nick Cage is a tough one for me, man. Yeah, me too. Because it was a point in time when Nick was the dude. Con Air, fucking, uh, uh, it's the Farley Brothers I like. Raising Arizona, Arizona, fucking The Rock, you know. He was really that dude, and then he kind of like really, I don't want to say fell off, but you know what I mean? Like, like, like even guys like Pacino and Daniel, again, movies that I want to say 99 cent bin, but Denzel never really was a straight to DVD dude. Pacino and De Niro maybe had a couple that went straight to DVD, but it seemed like there was a minute where that's all Nick Cage did. But And the reason I, I have a hard time with it isn't even about the film choice. It's just, it's, you know, that's, just, you're just, you're, you're paying for Nick Cage. Huh? It's terrible. It's what it's good. It's- but I have different movies that I liked him. Val- uh, Valley Girl was my favorite. Was one of my. Well, that's the one that I really liked it from him. That was the right. the one. That was the one that got it for me. But Raising Arizona, he's amazing. I liked oh, him yeah. in this pig movie that you that you did you didn't like the one where he's a chef. Mm. And oh, that was terrible. No, nah, it's a good movie. Oh, it's one of those slow burn movies. But it gave him a chance oh. not. 
He's not Nick Cage in it, though. He's not Nick. He should have been Nick Cage in it. Nah, this is good. That was good. And the one that he's talking about the the unbearable weight of uh, uh, of Nick Cage that movie. That's a funny movie. It's it's funny. It's interesting. Uh, but it reminds me a lot of uh, being John Malkovich, uh, in 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 concept, not in not in the actual movie. Uh, but you know, nah, I can't put him in that. I think he's great at what he does, but it's pretty specific what he does. Right. You know, that's that's uh, like um, uh, John Wick. Um, uh, Keanu. Keanu. Yeah. They have a specific thing that they do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to say one more thing. Now, what? what, what? Cans? <laughs> no, no, just anything random, just so I can win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's it. Cans. I like your cans. Just cans. Um, As far as the other question, we say, uh, do you think since we are surrounded by talented people, we are somewhat amused at somebody that's not black that can rock on that level? Yeah, I don't... Look, at the end of the day, I think game recognize game. And if somebody is good at what they do, we recognize them for being good at it. Uh, as far as them being white, I think it's Paul Mooney said, sometimes we might overdo that. You know, all of you niggas when white boys act like niggas, niggas go crazy for that. Um, but, but there's something about that. And this is what it is, though. Uh, when it's black shit, black people yeah. like when they, they do give a, a lot to white people that can do that. But because it's unexpected, it's unexpected, <clears throat> but they, it doesn't go the other way because there's a lot of white shit that white people do that black people just don't care about. They just, of course not at, at all. So when Darius Rucker yeah, playing with playing with fecal matter, well, no, I'm not even talking, mosh pits, but, but when Darius Rucker, who was Hootie and the Blowfish lead singer that right. becomes this big country star, I never hear anything in the black community about Darius Rucker. Yeah, because that, that style of music ain't us. So what I'm saying is white people like the crossover. They love crossing over from their whiteness to whatever black shit they can do. Yeah, because we'll validate them as being cool. But no, but it doesn't go the other way. So that's why it, it seems more. But why do you think it doesn't go the other way? Because when you're not interested, you're not interested. For for instance, for instance, let, let, let's, you know what? There's a lot of white guys who like uh, skinny white girls. Yes. They have beautiful faces. Yes. But you don't give a fuck. But a white dude can cross over and go, yeah, I like the skinny white girl, but I like these girls with body as well. It crosses over. But when you guys just, they're, they're, and I'm not saying this again, this is not all black people because we have to say that shit now. Got to make sure that we clear everything up. But the, it, the crossover isn't the same. It's, it's, it's a lot fewer. Now, there are black dudes that like, Asian uh, Asian girls, skinny white girls that don't have that body. So I'm not saying that doesn't cross over, but it's not. It, it's it's less common. It's not the norm. It's not the norm. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Some niggas like a little bit of, you know, I mean, kung pao with they <laughs> chicken. <laughs> All right, uh, Kevin Furlow, ethnic celebrity crushes. What's good, uh, fellas? I almost said, what's good, Patanas? What's good, fellas? The pod is fire. 
Andy, as far as I'm concerned, you're always invited to the family reunion with all the recipes at your disposal. <laughs> now, wait a minute, nigga. This is why niggas get in trouble. Yeah. Because we, 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 we teach the Quilo. Back up. Not all the recipes, nigga. Maybe one or two. <laughs> but when you give the Quilo all the recipes, then that's how we get fucked out of position. All right. You just gotta uh, you, just, you just gotta make sure that you just put a like when you give out the recipes, you gotta have a a, a, a contract that you're not gonna go out and sell this. Yeah. It's okay to let me have some. Just don't let me put the contract out. This is this stays home. Yeah. You don't get to take this out. Exactly. Uh, I love your level of insight and intelligence. On to the main course. My celebrity crushes by ethnicity are as follows. Black, Sanaya Lathan. White, Scarlett Johansson. Spanish, Eva Mendez. I'm curious to know what both of your crushes are in their perspective ethnicities. Lastly, have you guys seen the 2008 movie Street Kings with Forrest Whitaker and Keanu Reeves? Let me answer that question. Yeah. Uh, it's a great it's a great cop no I haven't seen it it's a great cop movie I don't think it's uh, as I don't think it has any of the Keanuisms lol in it Uh, well that's it for now brothers take care and be well it's a great movie me and Forrest yeah Um, I haven't seen that have you seen it no but I would like to see it I'll see it now ethnicities as follows for me black I'm going with I've always had a heavy crush on Beyonce. White, I'm going with, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick somebody a little that most probably wouldn't expect me to pick. Because cute is that saying that white people have about other white girls that are pretty. Cute as a button. Fucking, uh, just had her fucking name. Oh my God, she was in the What You Call movies. Um, I know what you did last week. Jennifer Love Hewitt. And sp- sp- Spanish, I'm going uh, Selma Hayek. Uh, Andy, who you got black? Uh, well, Besides you know Carrie Washington. Yeah, I was going to say, Carrie Washington's looking way too thin, man. They, they've, she's gotten, uh, I'm, uh, are we allowed to skinny bash? You're a white man. You can do anything you want, nigga. I, I liked her earlier I, I i mean as far as attraction i liked her right. when she was a little bit she, her face looks so thin uh but i'm always a fan of the kravitzes okay what, what's her name zoe zoe kravitz all right how about white uh scarlett johansson is still like the the earlier scarlett johansson she still looks good but the earliest but go with somebody other than what who he went with uh early uh well this is going to be skinny then too uh early michelle pfeiffer really yeah Really? Oh, my God. Really? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. All right. And in Spanish. Uh, I, we just said her the other day. Who's the chick that was in uh, uh, the vampire movie with uh, Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney? Selma Hyatt. Yo, is it Selma? Some, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I'd go. But you already said that. So uh, I don't know who I'd go with. Who's it? Nah, I'll stay there. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about Eva Mendez? She has that mole, right? Yeah. That mole. I'm not a... You're not a mole guy? Nah. Oh, shit. All right. Um, she's cute. I, I think she's cute. Uh, 
That wouldn't be my first pick, but she's definitely cute. Who? Um, Eva Mendes? Yeah. Yeah, but she's, I mean, I, I, I brought up the mole. I, that, right. I'm just saying she's still hot. That's not right. a, that, I just brought it up. I don't want anybody yeah. say to me like now I'd be a, a, a molest or something like. Ooh, <laughs> that's. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but gee, you you have nothing for uh, who did I who did I say was my white chick? Uh, oh, now I forgot her name. <sighs> Fuck. This is what I, I do. Said Jennifer Love Hewitt. Well, I think it's really cute when she was when she was before the horse was. No, you said Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, you never had nothing for Michelle Pfeiffer. Nah, dog. Yeah, I'm even trying to think what movie was she was in. Her really like I liked her in the the Fabulous Baker Boys. I'll even go younger than that. What about her in Scarface? She looked. I didn't like her look in that in that Fabulous Baker Boys. Look at Fabulous Baker Boys. That's the one with the uh, the brothers. The uh, anyway, just look it up. I don't know. I don't. don't, I'm not going to remember a name. That's gonna. Yeah, Fabulous Baker Boys. Um, Mr. Marcus, pass Andy the phone. Aries, if you read this on the pod, pass Andy the phone, please. First off, uh, thanks for reading my emails, and I appreciate y'all responding on IG. Andy, outside of you being from Phoenix, I see why you picked KJ. KJ, he's got that what if factor. You know, uh, you know, like Penny, Grant, and Gilbert. If you don't mind, I ask you. If you don't mind, I ask you, damn. $10, a lot of money. Um, Who's the other starters taking you to the chip with a prime KG and no more Phoenix players? Uh, SN, I saw one of y'all's PC apps on YouTube. And let me just say, Andy, you got this Mike Tyson stare into the camera on lock. (laughs) Jesus Christ, kid. I thought you was watching me roll up, man. I was like, it was like those paintings where the eyes follow anywhere you move. <laughs> what is he talking about? Uh, well, because well, I'm looking at you when I'm on, when we're on this, we're looking at each oh. other and I, I, you know, so, or oh. when I'm looking to the, I'm looking at the screen that's recording us. So I'm right. looking at you in the screen that's recording us. So that's, I don't know. Yeah, that's oh. what it is. Hey, Andy, did the homeless man really apologize to you? Uh, say, man, when y'all come into Virginia Beach, Hampton, what is he talking about? I used to run this joke about uh, when my beard was even longer. My, obviously, my hair was more messed up and I looked really homelessly. Uh, this dude uh, in a wheelchair uh, asked me for money. And then I turned around and he looked at me and he went, oh, I'm sorry, brother, my bad. Like he thought I was oh. participating in his in his game. Uh, oh. So... Yes, a homeless man went to ask me for money. And it, what it really was is the homeless dude kind of walked up on me and goes, he goes, never mind. And he walked away. <laughs> mm. that's, that's really what it was. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so with KG at the point, who, fi- who fills out your starting five? Dude, that's so easy, though. All right, then it should be no problem. Yeah, you, you put Michael. Okay. At two. T- two. And uh, you put Kareem. You know, with K, yeah, you could put, you could put any, I I would, you could put Korean, you know what, actually, I'm going to go faster. I'm going to go, do I want to, I'll do Olajuwon at the center, just faster. Okay. And then he said, uh, and then. uh, Who's with the power? 
my guy always is uh, uh, Duncan. Tim Duncan, who's small forward. Uh, just for fun, just because it's my team, I'm going to go with uh, Dr. J. Oh, wow. Damn, now with all those players, it really seemed like KJ don't belong. It's a fun, <laughs> no, it's a fun team. It's a fun, that, that would be right. a fun-ass team to go watch. Right, okay. And and the reason I went and and the reason I I put uh, 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 Elajuan with Duncan is because Elajuan play, plays that all that move down low, and then you have uh, Duncan that just plays that straight up position. So that's that anchors you right there. And then uh, I didn't I didn't put a three pointer in. That's why I almost went with Bird, but because then you got the right. three point shooter. But Doctor oh, right. Doctor no Hunky's on your team. Doctor J though. Dr. J doesn't get enough. I, mean, I saw when we were watching this Lakers thing, uh, you know, Dr. J is on it quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, it was good to see him. And, you know, he just, he just misses that. He doesn't really miss it, but he doesn't get that attention when Bird and, and Magic came in. And then Michael, all that Dr. J stuff was, was the original saving of the NBA. And then that's where, we, then we get, you know, the bird and magic air. And he, he gets forgotten. I think he's, you know, it's his game though. He brought a new, he brought a new aspect into the NBA. Is his game really at that level though? I mean, we know that he, at that time where he was playing, he looked like Michael Jordan around all those other players. Yeah. It would have been great though. If we could have got ABA, Dr. J with the Afro. Yeah. But in the NBA, but does he, Oh, during the bird, Magic era. Yeah, but does he does he still look that good even in that? I think he does. I think he still looks that good. His game is still <clears> that good. So that was just a fun team I put together there. But I, I you know, I'd have to I'd have to put my six man is Bird just so I could get that three point shot in. Oh, uh, um. <laughs> Can't break Aries' soul, Coles. What's good, ANA? I'm Team Aries forever. <laughs> well, we know this. I'm riding with my brother until my bathtub water runs out. Damn, which will be never. Uh, this is addressing the Lizzo bullshit and that idiot Mike Epps. And to all the haters, you motherfuckers don't understand how intellectual and gifted my man is. Put respect on his name, but I ain't gonna say it no more. Put some respect on my name. I'm talking all tree, y'all. Let's go. Uh, let me remind you that Aries is human being first. Oh shit, here's where the tears come in. His DNA is comedy. How can you misinterpret his passion for hate? There is no hate in his bones because he provides us laughter. Every time you negative idiots make comments on his page and say something dumb, understand that Aries is naturally logical to make you shut your mouth and know your role. Please think before you say things Please think before you say things will come to haunt you later on. It hurts, angers me to see how he gets treated. Uh, the easiest thing you can do in life is to support and celebrate others if you truly give a fuck about what they give a fuck about. It's bigger than all of us. From now on, those that can't understand Aries because of his comedy should unfollow him. Us, the loyals, we get him because he's an acquired taste. I don't know that I'm an acquired taste, 
Uh, I just think I'm a taste that needs to be acquired. <laughs> That's the same thing, isn't it? No, like I, 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 but I like how you put it. I, like right. it. I said what I said. Love, peace, my partners. <laughs> Tears in a bathtub. Um, I want you to know. I, 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 Yes. Go, there's no uh, $10 lot of money in that email. That was just when he was tearing up and he couldn't read what he was typing out <laughs> right, so well. Right, right. Um, but I love how he said all that. Like the people that listen to this podcast aren't in. Uh, that should have been a message that you put on my Instagram to all the people that are bombarding me. Uh, because to write that as an email, this, this is all family here. There's no infiltrators. This is all family here. We all sit around. Indian style, butt naked in the woods, making s'mores. This week, it's not. This, this week, week, it's not? It's not all family this week. Why Why you say that? Because everybody's going to be listening. Everybody that wants to have something negative to say is going to be listening to these, the podcast this week. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so. I think the people that are upset with me have, want nothing to do with me or the product. I don't think that anybody's going, let me listen to this. Fat, ugly, non pussy getting in the motherfucker just to see what the fuck he talking about. I, I don't, I, I, you know. There's yeah. other, but there's other people though, just people who like to cause problems and they're okay. going to be listening. So there could be some infiltrators. Yes, there could be some infiltrators. All right. We got to watch out for the infiltrators. <laughs> Them goddamn pigs, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. This is from your mom. But again, we got an email from this person before, and I thought it was my actual mother, but they call themselves your mom. Y'all wild as fuck. Handy Andy and Big Dick Aries. <laughs> What's up, uh, y'all? This conundrum about men with vajayjays and ladies with dongs is wild as hell. I'm just taking a bullet to the dome. Sorry, but it's going to haunt me no matter which I decide. Point God's, I'm a little mixed feelings about Steph because when I think about Point God, I think of floor general. Your main objective is to run the floor and distribute the ball and from time to time take a three, take a shot. I will say he's got the coldest stroke on the three ball, even over Ray Allen, and that says a lot. Aries, I have to level with you. I have questioned God's existence in search for truth versus false. I spent a lifetime in church, not by choice. My mom was heavy on Pentecostal religion. It wasn't until I watched a series on YouTube showing a simple explanation of how they view good good, and innocent people suffering. For the love of God, watch the two videos, both totaling less than 20 minutes. It wasn't a revelation that changed my life, just a different point of view. Why have faith if everything was predictable? Uh, signing off, Action Jackson. P.S. Please keep doing what you guys are doing. I look forward to ANA on a weekly basis and recommend to all my friends. Thank you, brother. I will certainly try and check those two things out. And uh, there it is. Um, I agree with him completely on Steph. Obviously, yeah. But why? Why isn't why? If, if you're going to shoot that much, why aren't you with the two? Why aren't you the, at the two? Right. Just because your handles are so good that you got to. But you don't, or is it just because the new position is to be able to dribble or have the defense come out at you? And then either dribble in or take the deep shot so that you can open up the floor for the people in the in down low. Is that is that the is that the new? I I just don't see that 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 would still work if you were at the two though. Mm. And you're not constantly right. throwing up the ball. I don't know. 
So I, 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 I agree. And I have issues with, with uh, I don't have issues with his game. He is fucking undeniably one of the best players. Is if, if that shot continues to fall for the rest of his career, one of the best players ever. But uh, not not my definition of a true point guard. Uh, what was the other thing that uh, he had on there? Uh, oh, chicks with dicks and and dudes with uh, the JJs. Yeah, that's not going to go away. I mean, that's a. Uh, I, I don't know how. I, I can't still wrap my mind around that. I'm still trying to. Yeah, even, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And I, I'm progressive. I, I try to be open to everything. Right. But uh, and then that ties in with the God stuff. I mean, would it matter who the body part was on? Let's say, for instance, what we just talked about our ethnic uh, crushes. So put the dick on Michelle Pfeiffer. And put the pussy on Paul Giamatti. (laughs) 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 I think they should fuck each other. And I could step aside. Yeah. You can't do it. You'd be doing the cop out shit. Neither, man. Neither, man. I don't need any of that. And they don't need me. They need whatever works for them. I'm not going to even, I can't even go there anymore. Yeah, can you imagine Beyonce with a cock and Mike Tyson with a vagina? Oof. Oof. Can you imagine? I might have to do the Beyonce with the cock, nigga. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Throw down. Thofter. Thofter. <laughs> and then as he's coming, I don't know. I don't know. you Oh my God. Oof. Thwafter. <laughs> work, work the lips. Don't forget the service. Does Does he change it up to like lick me, lick me till you love me? You got, you got to lick me too. Uh, you got fucking. I'm gonna make you lick me till you love me. Fucking faggot. <laughs> fucking bitch. You hoe. <laughs> I, I, I fucking I make you suck me right here in front of everybody. Oof. It, it, Oof. It, this is too complicated for my brain. I have a hard time remembering names, let alone people changing their names and their parts on me. I can't do it. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. All right, let me read these last two from Robert Daly. Uh Girl power moment endgame. Yeah, he's really trying to catch up. Uh, I know I'm way behind in episodes, but just wanted to say in endgame, when the woman teamed up to go against Thanos, I feel Andy overanalyzed it, and that's why I took him out of the movie. If you remember, Scarlet Witch stepped to Thanos because he killed Vision. She damn near killed him on her own until she was interrupted by Thanos having his ship fire into the battlefield. Cut to Captain Marvel entering the battlefield by single-handedly destroying the large spaceship because all the Avengers were in trouble. After some exchanges, Captain came face-to-face with Spider-Man, and he asked, how are you going to get through all that? Then when the rest of the women came into the scene saying, don't worry, she's got help. Yes, it was made to be a statement. Yes, it was to show the strength of the woman. It was a strength and numbers moment against this common enemy. You called it a Powerpuff Girls moment, which downplays the moment itself. 
Would you have felt that way if all the black characters did it? Would it have felt, would you have felt such dislike if all the Asian characters had that moment? How about a collective of Jewish characters led by the superhero Hebrew Hammer? Would have, have you felt that way? Most of the Marvel Cinematic Universe was mainly focused on the strength of the men through the 10 plus years it's been around. But you had an issue with a five minute all woman team up in a three hour movie. These women were built up to be strong the entire franchise as individual. But God forbid they team up. Andy, too many times you say what I meant was, but didn't you say words have power? I specifically point to episode 87 when you tried to compare Minister Louis Farrakhan and Jim Jones was insane. Anyway, much love to you fellas. Podcast continues to be great. Uh, I'm still binging older episodes to catch up. No, I don't remember anything with the Jim Jones and, and uh, Farrakhan. And Farrakhan, but it, it, it makes sense. It's still, it's still people that have followers. It's still people that followed them blindly. Uh, and it also shows like he and Jim Jones was crazy. So it also shows uh, what people can do crazy or not crazy. Uh, I, I speak well of Farrakhan. Uh, I don't agree with him, but I speak well of Farrakhan. So uh, in, in later episodes, when you catch up, you'll hear me speak well of Farrakhan. Um, it doesn't mean I agree with him. It just means that I, I understand his importance uh, to the powder puff girl part. That was Aries that said powder puff girls, I think. Uh, I think it might have been, yeah. But I did, I did comment on it as well, as well as Aries did. But a, lo a lot of people find what I say at fault, and don't put it on you. But uh, I'll, I'll explain my my. This is a movie that had black excellence. So if it would have been all black characters coming together, which a lot no, of no, no, but he's talking about Endgame, though. Not, oh, and Endgame, you said black, yeah, yeah Black right. Panthers, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what? I guess. Like in black, okay, well, let's take Black Panther though. Black Panther, because he brought up all black characters. So in those that moment, it's it's I, I do see why you would do that in that movie. Why it would be important to do that in that movie? Uh, I don't have a problem with it. It's just it's a, a, it's a movie company making a statement. And when you say have a problem with it, it's something that I noticed, and I was like, yeah, it was necessary. That was that's it. That's all it is. Am I against it? I'm, I'm trying to watch a superhero movie. I, I, I guess, but you know what? Why don't, why don't we have one of the characters then teach us about the Bible in the movie? <laughs> why don't we have some of the characters teach us up some some things? Where's the homeless characters that and the the, the, the superheroes help? Uh, you, you, you take me out of the movie when you do when you do certain things like that. I'm already inundated by all this enough, and so this is something to escape and get away from uh, uh, my daily tr troubles that I deal with in regular life. So yeah, that's how I felt about it, and I stand on that. So I don't know. Did I have a problem with it? I mean, did I did I write Marvel? Did I write anybody else who loved it? No, I didn't write in. I just. That was my opinion. And that's, you know, uh, that's it. That was all it was. But I, I, I'm going to write to Marvel. I want some homeless characters. I want us to see what these superheroes. I like fucking, the Bible shit. Yeah. Well, I want to know what a billionaire uh, did, uh, like uh, Tony Starks, why he hasn't done more for, for the homeless people. I want to know. Tony Starks, you're a billionaire. <laughs> I want to know how much taxes Tony Starks paid this last year. I, I, I need to know these things. Frank Caliendo does a great goddamn Iron Man. Robert Downey is Iron Man. Fucking amazing. 
Um, Robert Daly, same guy. And this one is a little bit stronger. Uh, Andy pissed me off. What's good, Aries? And just so you know, Robert, while you're catching up, uh, Andy's going to eventually, he's like a laxative. He goes in tough. But eventually, once he melts on you, uh, it's going to be easy like Sunday morning. Nah. E- easy. Which is to say he's going to grow on you. He won't piss you off so much. You, you, that's what you'll discover, that a lot of the people that at first went, yo, I couldn't stand Andy. This motherfucker pissed me off. Andy, 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 Andy. But then as time goes on, they go, yo, this nigga did soften my stool and allow my bowels to operate easier. So I like him now. Andy's like prune juice. He's really good for you. <laughs> he's, he's really good for you. But the, just the idea of him, you go, ah, but he's great for you. All right. I have a distinct rhythm. Yes. You know what I mean? Andy's like, I'm telling you, you walk around, next thing you know, your guts go, and you go, oh shit, what's that? It's Andy. <laughs> but once you get him out of you, you're like, ugh, ooh, I feel better. And you're better for it. All right. Uh, Robert Daly pissed me off. What's good, Aries and Andy? Uh, my name is Robert Daly. I'm 36 years old from Queens, New York. And I just recently found your podcast and I've been binging and enjoying every episode. Aries, I have enjoyed your brand of comedy since Mad TV. I recently reached episodes 86 and 86. Excuse me. Oh, my God. Must be that Oof. Andy. Must be that Andy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I ingested some jujuice. Its name was Andy Steinberg, and he's working his way through me. I, he went down me, and now he's about to come out of me. I probably would have rather he came in me, and then that way he would have came out of me. All right. Um, that was so gross. And it's 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 it must be 80 episodes, 85 and 86. 86 and 87. They couldn't both be the same ones. Anyway, round one and two. In these episodes, you two were talking about the interview that Minister Louis Farrakhan had with Mike Wallace. In these episodes, Andy really pissed as usual. He continues to straddle the fence in a conversation. This particular conversation, Andy chose to use the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Wow, he's taking us back. Yeah. To fuel his point, saying because for the bombing of Japan, all Americans, black and white, shared blood on their hands. I call bullshit. That bomb was dropped to preserve white life. I say that to say this. If you remember the Tuskegee experiments, which started from 1932 until 1972, where black soldiers were secretly injected with syphilis to see how long it would take to break the black body down, which means that experiment was taking place during Vietnam, World War II, the Civil Rights Era, and through the Civil Rights Act. During this time, Japanese Americans had their civil rights violated and were even rounded up and incarcerated for an act they had no hand in. Don't forget, the death of Emmett Till even happened during this time frame. So who's responsible for all that blood? Andy, you said since all Americans benefit currently from the Hiroshima bombing and the like, we all have blood on our hands. Up to this point in my listening to the podcast, I haven't heard anyone bring up the 1921 Tulsa, Oklahoma, a.k.a. Black Wall Street, which was one of the most prosperous uh, African-American communities, rich with not just wealth, but culture and heritage. One dollar circulated in that community 36 to 100 times before leaving. The town was self-sustaining. 
The media of the time, along with the government, labeled the Black Wall Street community as criminals, boons, hounds, and prone to gun violence because they felt people they deemed second-class citizens shouldn't receive better economic opportunities. The opportunity was met with all kinds of violence to the point the KKK was pretty much uh, given the green light to meet black Americans with their own twisted sense of violent and deadly justice, which they called social control. In the end, the city was left as a wasteland and the government made attempts to cover that cover cover what had happened. My point of all of this is to say, how can we say we all have blood on our hands from one event like the bombing of Japan? I feel you purposely took what you wanted to hear out of Mr. Minister Farrakhan's mouth and chose to spin it for your own argument when you clearly know what he was referencing. Please, Andy, stop playing the naive devil's advocate. It doesn't show your point of view, but more so a willing ignorance to negate others' pain, especially when it comes to the topic of black people in America. As Aries would say, my only experience is growing up here in America. Now, now stop trying to bring a soccer ball to play American football. Uh, I left links to the specific topics I mentioned down below. I love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Can't wait to catch up to the current episodes. Listen, I really want to address this, but addressing some, if, if he's not listening to current episodes at the same time, he's not going to get this for, for I don't know how long. But we have addressed uh, Black Wall Street on the podcast. Yeah, we have. And you're going to get to it eventually. And you've gotten to it because you're listening to this now months after you've already sent in this email. Uh, I'll go back and I'll double down on what I said. We stay in this country as of today. The people that live here all suffer from the same blood from that event. It was to prevent uh, a nearly another million casualties to go into the Pacific, do a Pacific war. Uh, and there were blacks, obviously, at that time that were going to be killed as well as the as the white military. And as you have pointed out, probably not taken care of as well. Um, so uh, and, the, and the lives would have been in more danger because they would have sent me on more dangerous missions because it wasn't right. I'm not defending what, what that is. I'm simply saying by living here and taking advantage of what it does offer you, you get this. Just like white Americans have to take responsibility for slavery, even if their family and their heritage and their lineage didn't have any slaves because they still took advantage of what the slavery, the slave trade in America brought everyone. So we all stand on this together. Do, do I feel that it's equitable? No, that wasn't the point. The point is we still live in a, in, in a country that if you're going to blame uh, and, and say this, is, this was an atrocity, which it was, was it what reasons was it done for? We live in a country that did it for the reasons it was done for, and we still reap rewards, whether it's equitable rewards or not, as you feel. We still live here. So we all have that from living here, from choosing to stay here. I, I, I can't. I, I can't put one and not the other on, on, on existence in America. When you exist in America, you exist what came before you. Whether you chose to do it or not, you chose to be here. You chose, you, this is still, we suffer the sins of our, of our forefathers. That's what it is. 
whether it's equitable or not, that's a whole nother case that we could have. If you want to discuss how much, uh, if we're going to get into details of how much is on one community versus another community, we could do that if you want, if you wanted to. But we, we, we live in a place that did these things. We have to own those things. All of us. Well, uh, you know, I, I disagree then and I disagree now. Uh, so that's my stance. Okay, but if you disagree with me, which is fine, and I think you should be able to disagree. This is why we should be able to have conversations. And tough conversations should cause people to be upset about things. Tough conversations are the ones that are the hardest to have and they're the ones that are the most needed to have. But if all white people take the consequences of what this country did, we don't take the consequences. Do you think the people in, in, in other countries look at America and say, well, these are black people. They didn't have anything to do with it. Right. That's all, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's equitable. I'm just saying there's, resp- there's a responsibility that we all, we all suffer from what we, what we, what's happened in the past. That's it. If you want to, if you want to get down to the details, and we can come up with some percentages, maybe that's the idea. I don't know what the percentages are. I don't know what that is. I just know that I live here. I, I know what my family heritage is. I can't take responsibility for some of the things that happened before my family even got here. But I live here, so I take responsibility for it. <clears throat> like I said, brother, uh, continue to listen. I'm glad you're following my program. Uh, and, you know, if nothing else, to the people that listen and new, if you don't want to go back or if you want to go back and listen to the old episodes, but you want to do like Andy said, to be able to know where we're playing our dates, go to the latest episodes, but don't listen to it. Just fast forward to like the last. <laughs> that makes a lot last, of sense. The last minute. I can't. Because no, w- that's the music guest. Fast forward to the last three minutes and you can get the dates and then still go back and follow in order. Yeah, you know, and it does great things for us when you do it, when you listen to it from the back end all the way forward, because all of our new episodes aren't getting the same numbers because everybody's busy listening to our our back catalog, which is great because even our uh, producer, our our our, our, uh, our, our what, what's it called? What we're on our network even said yeah. that our, our oldest episodes are getting way a lot more hits than other people's old episodes, but our new episodes aren't getting as as many hits as we should be getting right now, and they don't base your podcast and the way they put it out, the algorithms based on your old ones, they're based on the new ones. So everything Aries is saying is working against him. So keep doing it Aries way because Aries- No, fuck that. No, listen. Listen, listen how you want to listen. Okay? No, no, no. Aries no, likes to do things no. that works against him sometimes. Keep going no, that way. No, I really, I don't. Again, I, I said it in yesterday's episode. I lead, and this, I might be wrong in this. I definitely might be wrong in this. I lead with comedy first. I lead with artistic uh, value first. I lead with wanting to the uh, the show. I I'm I'm the show, and Andy is the business. This summer, he's the show, and the others the business. Um, no, so you know, and that could be wrong. I just care about potency. I like my cocaine to be fucking so strong one sniff and you just jump out the building you jump off the roof um <laughs> that's all <laughs> i'm saying um yo email if you if you and if there's any new listeners and i have to assume there are given the controversy uh y'all want to dive in and see what this motherfucker's about 
If you got any questions, concerns, or anything you want to say, email me, Spears 45 at Hotmail. You can also support Andy and I on Patreon, YouTube, uh, Twitter, all under Spearsburg Pod. Um, We're doing more recordings to put up on our Patreon. We're going to get some more behind-the-scenes stuff, so you will get more. We're working on it. Uh, this We weren't out together this last weekend, so there wasn't much. But this weekend, not only are we going to be in Austin, Texas this weekend, but then we're staying extra days. We're, we're hanging oh, out shit, for Andy, two weeks. I, I, Andy, I meant to tell you too. Fuck, I'm disappointed. I can't. You can't do it? I can't. I got to come back. because okay. Guys, I have a new podcast, a second podcast called Sophisticated Scoundrels. Uh, and I got to come back to do that. Because right. the guy, I, the other guy that does it with me, Gerard Guillory, I fly him in from Houston. So I have to do that. Why don't you just but, go drive? Uh, why don't you just go to Houston? What do you mean? You're in Texas anyway. Just go to Houston and do it. I didn't even think about that, but then that means I got to bring my mics. No, I, no, we can't because we got it set up where we do it at a studio oh. for visual and all of that. Gotcha. So um, I'm sorry. Uh, Andy and I were going to kick it together in Austin and then drive to Dallas. And then, so I was going to basically stay in Texas for two weeks but I don't know if I could, you know. Well, now I that I know that, back. now I got to figure out a way to get down to. Uh... Well, you were going to rent a car, right? No, I was going to just take a bus. I'm lazy, oh. man. I, the last thing I want to do is drive. I'd rather take a bus. Whoa. Well, you could have done that with or without me, right? Yeah. So I'm going to take the bus. I just don't have the ticket now. I got to get the ticket again. Well, whatever the ticket is. I, I, I'm I don't care about it. The ticket's fine. No, I'm just saying. I'm in case because I pulled out at the last second. Well, that, 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 there's been times when that's probably been a good move. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's that prune shit. That's what he did was prune you shit. It, that grows on you. Um, now, but you know me, man. I ain't like the typical black dude. I, I, I refund niggas and compensate motherfuckers and make sure you all right. So we're calling this podcast Prune Juice? Yeah, there you go, nigga. Prune Juice. There you go. Uh, want to get on some dates? Sure. Uh, again, as we just said, and then we retracted how we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to be at uh, in Austin at Cap City Comedy Club. Uh, excited about first time being in Austin. So we're there the first uh, through the fourth. I'm going to be out there a little bit longer. So if anybody lives out there, uh, wants to give me some uh, recommendations on what I could what to do out in Austin, please let me know. I'm going to be just hanging out. I want to check out the city. Uh, heard nothing but great things about Austin. Um, then the 8th through the 11th, we're going to be at the Addison Improv in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, people who live there are probably going to tell me that. I love I, that one. I'm, yeah, but I'm crazy for saying it's Dallas-Fort Worth area, but it's in the vicinity. So I'm just putting it out there like that. Uh, September 16th through the 18th, we're going to be in Spokane, Washington at the Spokane Comedy Club. And then uh, September 22nd through the 25th, we're going to be at the Raleigh Improv, which is actually in Cary. And on September 30th through October 2nd, we're going to be at Levity Live in New York State. Did it? Does prune juice help gas? I don't know. I don't drink prune juice. Have I know you ever drink? No, I know it's supposed to make you take a shit. Yeah, move your bowels, right? Yeah. I got to shit out a elephant size dookie nigga. What's holding you up? Nothing. Bye. Hey guys, Steve here with this week's musical guest, which comes to us from Mr. Mina. 
M-I-S-T-A-M-E-A-N-A. The song is called Average Man. If you want to find merch, you can check out anothertwistedproduction.com. And you can find him on Instagram at the underscore real underscore misdemeanor. Facebook, misdemeanor. YouTube, DJ Mistamina, Spotify, Mistamina, iTunes, Mistamina. And anybody else listening, this is how you promote your song. So, enjoy, please, Mistamina's song, Average Man. And just when you thought things couldn't get any worse. Gentlemen, the rioters are in the building. Words to my mama, so much drama in the world today. I hit her up just to hear her say to be okay. But her response was something I wasn't ready for. Don't engage, but grab your guns, it comes a civil war. Lock and loaded ever since, switch my environment. Armed to the teeth and strapped up like a survivalist. You think that cops are gonna help? I don't believe that. Sleep is for the rich, so I'm awake like an insomniac. Mind wide open, haters be scoping. I try to keep up peaceful, but these cops, they be provoking. Wishing that I flip and deviate from God's plan. But I meditate and get it straight and show them who I am. I walk through the fire and set ablaze my own path. Stood up for the truth, regardless of the backlash. And I didn't hesitate to lend you a helping hand. But when the tables were turned, I guess you couldn't understand. Damn. I guess they don't know What goes around comes around Just like a tornado I might be too complex for you to comprehend So just understand that I'm not your average man I guess they don't know What goes around comes around Just like a tornado I might be too complex for you to comprehend So just understand that I'm not your average man Words my pops, I keep it hot like an infernal blazing So freaking hot you shrivel up like California raisins My energy would disrupt your free I'm so powerful, I move mountains. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. But just cause you say it with conviction, it don't mean shit to me! Don't you think you're being kind of hard on the guy? You go fuck yourself, convict!